increases mm-hmm. with age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, um, age 35 with women. It does. I mean, that's science, you know. Mm-hmm. Your eggs decrease. We're, you know, with women, we're born with our lifetime of eggs, mm-hmm. whereas men keep producing sperm. So at about 35 or so, uh, really, I think like 32, 33, mm-hmm. and then gradually go down. By, but by 35, for sure, it just our eggs drastically. Damn. Yeah. So no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Still no, have to have like the good mindset for you it, have, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, you have to have a good order. mindset and you have to be ready. So is that why people freeze their eggs before? Um, yeah, because, mm-hmm. yeah, because by 35, the quality of your eggs too. So not just the the quantity of a woman's eggs, but the quality, mm-hmm. you know, goes down. So, yeah, they freeze them while it's at that. <laughs> Mess up my Betty White theory. <laughs> I see you. Like, uh, but I mean, that is interesting. So I guess people like Jeannie Mai and them probably did. Oh, them celebrities. Um, that see, and that's the thing with social media and everything. Like, they are disproving a lot of stuff, but a lot of it is because of money, right? Yeah, and it's hidden. You yeah. know, um, social media is is, is uh, like smokes and mirrors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of times, you're only gonna see the better part of someone's life. You're mm-hmm. gonna see that the celebrities are having kids at older ages. But you're not seeing, they may not be talking about if they did IVF, mm. which is 30000 a pop, God roughly. Mm-hmm. Which is 30000 a try. Mm. Yep. So um, all you see is, oh, we're pregnant and I'm yeah. 43 or yeah. X amount and we had it and it was yeah. successful. Miracle baby. Miracle baby, mm-hmm. rainbow baby, yeah. which is good Money because baby. you want to, right? <laughs> Money baby, right. <laughs> it's good because you do want to give people hope, yeah. but I yeah. think social media does a very good job at not telling the whole story. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what social media is for is not telling it. the whole story, telling you the, not even the end though. Cause Technically, it's not the end because I think about like BBLs and stuff like that. Oh, and, and I do want to get on that Ooh. because I know a lot of people that are. Rem- oh, I think BBLs. celebrities are removing theirs, but it's really funny because at the same time that celebrities are removing theirs, like you got all these people following blindly and dying. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was. Um, that's its own, you know, topic. You know, with um, BBLs or just. Um, I, I think that truly comes from identity you know uh personal identity mm-hmm. and i was explaining to my boyfriend that you know for women particularly men too but I, I can speak definitely for women um sometimes we have a hard time we have a lot of external influences you know to look a certain way mm-hmm. um your hair should be a certain way your face your makeup should be a certain way and um you know physically how you look is is really um influenced mm-hmm. by a lot of social media so yeah you get all these women girls who flock to miami or dominican mm-hmm. republic mm-hmm. or wherever for the certain look because they believe that that's what is the appeal that's yeah, what looks what accepted and what, yeah yeah I, I don't make it i'm not gonna right. make it until i look like that it's exactly. crazy yeah it is crazy and they don't understand the risks that go with it mm-hmm. you know not just you know um that you'll come out with a bigger butt but it's like hey you know you're gonna be sleep you're gonna be under anesthesia you're gonna be under um general anesthesia or whatever the case may be you're gonna be knocked out 
you need to know this doctor and how they're treating you and mm-hmm. his team. Is his team qualified? I don't want no darn Instagram doctor, you know. Insta- Heck no. Like, yeah. I want somebody who's double certified. And that you makes know? you wonder, like, going to Dominican Republic, like, do you even know Spanish? Like, No. Oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> and, and shoot. And, and think about it this way. Um blood transfusions if you have an emergency while you're sedated or while you're mm. under general anesthesia how can you guarantee that your blood transfusion is going to be the quality of your blood is sterilized mm-hmm. properly like it would be in the united states mm. or is you know um uh probably prop uh, probably clean you know probably clean like so you don't know where your blood's coming from and now it's getting infused in you so okay what if this my blood was you know what if the blood is tainted Mm -hmm. you're getting that this is one thing i've always said like and then once you get these surgeries don't you still have to have maintenance like you know what i mean like it is it isn't a one and done it's just like i think about braces like yeah so it actually can be Mm -hmm. yeah it can be a one and done now the the trick to it what it is is that a lot of women do it because they of instant gratification mm-hmm. right right they don't want to go right. to the gym right. it takes too long to see results they want it now and they want what they want mm-hmm. well these women go and get you know most of the time this is you know there are exceptions to it but a lot of times they go and get their bodies done and they don't uh, make lifestyle changes yeah so food absolutely water drinking water your Mm -hmm. eating habits even exercising Mm -hmm. you know so if you do a one and done which is ideally what it is it should be a one and done if you change your your lifestyle habits you can easily maintain it Mm. um but if you receive instant gratification for it then Mm-hmm. you know it's still harder to change you know yeah if that was the case then you would have just went to the gym in the first place exactly <laughs> there's this thing um that they talk about in manifestation um what is it where usually people who manifest large sums of money like the lottery um they aren't able to keep it absolutely because in it that's pretty much yeah, the same thing the same. right with the bbl you're yeah. getting this end result but you aren't able to keep yeah. it because you didn't do you didn't climb that mountain right right to get so there. you haven't you you have no idea how to maintain it and i think maintenance whether it is spiritual maintenance physical maintenance and our health um, whatever the case may be maintenance in mm-hmm. general is um is something that you have to learn mm-hmm. you know it, instant gratification with maintenance doesn't really work that there way is, i mean that's a that's a what's what's the word double negative yeah yeah double, yeah yeah instant <laughs> instant maintenance. maintenance yeah like, exactly exactly yeah maintenance is like not instant no it can't you, be you have to mess up a few <laughs> yeah. times to understand how to maintain it exactly yeah absolutely exactly so <laughs> it's crazy how it's, just the truth is like so hidden in our words but then we're like oh no (laughs) man the truth is the truth is scary and the truth is uncomfortable and you know truth is is that it would be you know what's healthier what's better for your life go to the gym Mm -hmm. make these lifestyle changes Mm -hmm. you know um research Mm -hmm. because not only are you training your body but then you're training your mind yep you start training your mind and exercising your mind now you're really combating you know future diseases dementia alzheimer's you know um any type of not only that like self-defeat like (laughs) think about how much 
So I got this from Joe Rogan while I, mm-hmm. why I work out in the morning is because that's the hardest thing I'm going to do today. Yeah. Getting myself there, not talking myself out of what I said I was going to do here. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm in these poses or in this whatever, finishing out the set that I said I'm going to finish. Mm-hmm. Like, so getting that done first thing in the morning, yeah. like it makes the rest of the day feel like nothing. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh. And then just think about how it sets up your day. So I wake up yeah. every morning at five o'clock and about time what noon comes i have completed so much i had was so productive the exercising mm-hmm. the reading mm-hmm. you know the cleaning up our house mm-hmm. like everything mm-hmm. even some cooking like mm-hmm. sometimes i'll start dinner in the morning so that way you know That's i have the whole island time. people <laughs> <laughs> early in the morning early in the morning but it makes sense yeah it mm-hmm. makes sense oh my god and start cooking your rice now no, like yes you know <laughs> put the beans on <laughs> get the beans on let it sit mm, marinating yes i'm telling you That's you have such a peaceful yeah. day <laughs> you get so much done and then people are waking up at like Mm-hmm. 11 o'clock or even like 9 no 10. that is real because at 11 o'clock i'm like i'll be asking people for stuff for like help and i'm like why the fuck y'all not up <laughs> and i'm like oh i woke up about six hours ago yeah like, and you already yeah. like getting and going uh-huh. and they're like dragging uh-huh. <laughs> and think about it like now half of your day is already gone you still gotta get up get dressed take a shower mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but sometimes it takes me a little minute because I be in my head. I be it does, to music. which is why I get up early in the morning because exactly. I want I don't want to be rushed. Yeah. So if I can sit there and take as much time, much time, as... and like you can hear how still, I like love it. you love it, right? I me too. It. Like nature, life, mm-hmm. your surrounding environment is so still and peaceful mm-hmm. early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes I don't want to get up either. You're mm-hmm. right, like. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, like, it's the hardest thing because sometimes I'm like, damn, it's mm-hmm. that time again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do you do what is, Even if you are not ready for the day, it cannot can always, always be, be night. night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, I, Donda is a very good album to go to the gym to, especially mm. early in the morning because you don't want to listen to, like, fuck you bitch da, da, da. like even yeah. though that's hype and stuff but like in the morning like yeah i'm so calm so yeah he's like rapping but like from a god state yeah like, i'm gonna have to listen to it i still honestly haven't heard his oh yeah but like i'm resetting everything everything's been a reset like when i started my new healing journey I, first of all i feel like i'm a i'm a guru at healing like this healing shit is like I had to do this a few times before. Your energy is so much more uh, just, I don't want to say the, like, I don't want to say flatline, mm-hmm. but baseline. Yeah. Something. Like cruising. Um, You're just, you seem more grounded. Maybe yeah. grounded is the yeah, word I'm grounded. looking for yeah, than the you. last few times mm-hmm, that I've seen mm-hmm. you. And I can feel your energy yeah. just more grounded yeah it's probably why you got all this earthy colors (laughs) well always earthy always Always with the spring and stuff that's the beauty about being in florida because you know yeah i like those winters and stuff we can i agree i like it for like one little hour maybe because you get to look how you want to look and dress up but But all those clothes on it's it's overrated Mm -mm. it's over fucking rated and so this healing i mean being grounded i had to separate myself from everything and everyone Mm -hmm. You know, rightfully and, so. Yeah, yeah, and and figure out what is it in myself that I need. You mm. know, um, P 
people talk about healing a lot. People talk about, you know, self-love a lot, especially on social media. But it's like, are you really doing this? Are right. you really? Right. Because it's an uncomfortable journey. It is. It is a very <clears throat> uncomfortable journey when you have to face yourself. It is. You know, and, and ask yourself, what is it in me that I'm doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. how to fix it. Yeah. You know, and not even not even like what it required me to do. I think it's so beautiful that a lot of my friends, I feel like, are always on the same wavelengths as me. So I'm like, there's just people in my life that I I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have. You could have put me somewhere else and I would have found you. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you're definitely one of those people who are reoccurring throughout my life. Um, So you and those other type of people, it's always like we're on the same frequency. And so I've been doing the same where I've kind of disconnected myself from the things that I could actually physical feel that was not Mm -hmm. um, serving me at all. So it made me stop all of it. And then I got to a point where I've been meditating um, every day for the past year, maybe a little over a year at this point where I'm able to, stop and now notice and hear my thoughts in a different way Mm. and now so it took me because like what you just said um changing that thought or changing how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's like you can't change it right away you have to accept that this is how you feel and if you feel like a piece of shit and you keep telling yourself that you're a piece of shit you can't switch it to oh i'm perfect no it doesn't doesn't (laughs) work like yeah it doesn't work like that yeah exactly yeah no you have to and it it caused me to start talking to myself like i'm in a relationship with me or that i was my own child or something Mm -hmm. and i'm like it's okay it's Mm -hmm. all right yeah you you can feel like that it's okay like giving yourself that grace yeah yeah grace Uh, you know that was one of the topics that i have given myself that grace because for the longest i'm such a like perfectionist and for the longest, you. man, I wasn't giving myself any kind of grace. I was mad. I was pissed off at mm-hmm. myself that I made these <clears throat> mistakes. How could you let these type of people in your life? How could you do this to yourself? You don't even love yourself the way you like. I was being so hard on myself. And um, I had to, you know, one of my, my best friends was like, you need to give yourself grace. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, that kind of hurt. And That's- and when you when you feel it, that's how you yeah. know. That's where you've been fucking up. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've I've learned to just sink my heels into vulnerability mm. every time. And ever since I've been doing it, man, it it's paid off every single. Mm-hmm. And I I kid you not. Every every moment that I get to open up, like if there's a conflict in this situation, for me to stand in my truth and be vulnerable people automatically it's like it changes the situation like i wish i could give you it could be anything like i could be in uh back and forth with my mom and mm-hmm. just be like mom i'm you're making me feel stressed or you're making me <laughs> yeah. or it, yeah, you made you me feel it. like i wasn't good enough or you mm-hmm. may just get it out there yeah. like whatever vulnerable yeah. thing you're feeling and it's turned around yeah tenfold as opposed to the opposite which i've been living by was can't nobody get over on me. I need to find one before you know, and let me right? let me get you before you get oh, me. Oh, that's such a horrible mindset to horrible. have. And I, I think, unfortunately, that is a lot of um, people's mindset. I agree. Um, especially women, especially, you know, I mean, I can, a lot of times I refer to black women, but that's because that's what I am, mm-hmm. you know. I can't No, really, but it, that is a big black yeah. woman culture thing. Yeah. I have to get over on you before you get over on me. And it's, man... 
Mm-hmm. I learned that um, girls, girls, I didn't know it to be too black women, a black woman thing. But I did know that girls was whoever is the loudest. Whoever is the loudest, talks the most, mm-hmm. gets the last word in. And now that I'm 30, I'm realizing that the truth is actually the opposite of all of that. It's all the of, one who oh talks God. the least yes. is has the most power in the mm-hmm. room, like mm-hmm. by far. Yeah, you can you can shut a whole room down just with your aura, mm-hmm. you know, just with your presence. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, what is that um, uh, that saying for the um, what is it with the cops and um, when you're getting detained, it says like anything that anything, oh, anything you, say you say can, can and, and will, will be used against mm-hmm, you. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like sometimes you mouth. say too much. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you read that right. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't know if you read um, the Forty Eight uh, Laws of Power. I I am on that now. Yeah, how's that? Because it's really, it's it's a serious book. The thing is, is that the reason that I could not read that book, I started it and I could not read it because I was reading. Do you know who Osho is? Um, the Osho books. Mm-mm. I'll show you the Osho uh-huh. books, but um, uh, it's a guru. Um, I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has YouTube too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Indian he ethnicity. Um, I think. Um, what's his um uh, something Naganda? The end of his name is like Naganda. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, I know who Osho is. Yeah. So okay. I was reading all of his books at the same time that someone presented that book to oh, me, uh-huh. and I so after reading like five of his books and then diving into that one. It was funny because it was my my brain was like split because mm-hmm. one of them is telling me that love is the only power. Oh and da, yeah, da, da. he is. And more. then the forty eight laws of power is like everybody's gonna screw you over. Yeah. So screw them, like and it's like Whoa. you know what? Yeah, the forty eight <laughs> laws of power. I think is the real deal. I, I will say in my last healing journey, I probably lived my my life more so on the the Osho like side. Mm-hmm. And this side is a little bit more firm. Mm-hmm. And like you, you're not gonna get over me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna do this. You're not gonna because that's that's what I learned. You know, following like those type of like peaceful, which is good. You want to have peace in your heart, no doubt. Um, but Sometimes that relaxed mode makes misunderstand people misunderstand that for weak, or they try to get over. But see, and that's where that's where the beauty of it is, because I'm trying to find the Bible verse in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, that's what unconditional love is. Yeah, unconditional yeah, love unconditional. is no matter what conditions are going on around me no matter how many people are crazy coming after me not coming after me coming after i'm still going to choose love and not yeah. to think that you are going to get me yeah but what if they do so here's the thing about this is what i came to realize on psychedelics mm-hmm. was that there is only there's only one real reality mm-hmm. yours mm-hmm. You could never be in mine. I could never be in yours. So we have our own realities. And if we have our own realities, and if you believe in law of the attraction, law of attraction, that means that I am only ever seeing something that I believe in. Mm -hmm. So now if I have an underlying belief that someone is out to get me, the world is going to give me the conditions Mm -hmm. of people trying to get me. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I changed it to people everybody has my best interest in mind Mm -hmm. then 
nobody coming to my door is not going to have my best interest mm-hmm. in mind. Mm-hmm. But you have to really dig deep down and yeah. find out what you truly believe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm very familiar with the universal laws, and I do believe <clears> in them. Um, but I, I also felt like, and this is all new mm-hmm. to me um, as I self-reflect, I felt like I was very naive to a lot of things as well, even with that peaceful mindset. But is love naive? Is love naive? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I think don't love think so. is naive, but I think you have to still be aware. Like there are, you know, um, I'm going to be peaceful but, in my universe, but I'm also, you know, if you're displaying certain things or certain characteristics that I'm not too fond of, mm-hmm. you can't enter into this universe. Like yeah. I'm going to choose to, you know, go a different direction and it's okay to say I don't want you in my. It's, it's okay to not give you access mm-hmm. to my peace mm-hmm. and to my love. See, now that's love, though. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking about the same thing mm-hmm. in a sense, because mm-hmm. you're talking about coming from love, and the greatest love of them all is you, your Absolutely. love for you. you yeah. So it has to be number one. We're technically talking about the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be number one. <laughs> yeah. It has to be, you know. And I can love you from afar. Yeah. But I can't give you access to me. But me first. And then I'm also gonna be very conscious of you know who you are what are your characteristics what are you displaying mm-hmm. you know um, a lot of people are switching up their characteristics and their personalities especially like on instagram because they're trying to reach a certain goal whether that's you know famous mm-hmm. or uh, influencer or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be yeah and you know i was thinking about it. i'm like well maybe that's what celebrities have always meant when they said uh sell your soul yeah that you know? is that is yeah, maybe I've always not thought like that too. A, a literal it's not like, a literal but, like but it is but it's like yeah you're gonna change who you are who you were mm-hmm. and you're willing to do anything and sacrifice your your previous values and beliefs mm-hmm. for, you're selling your soul yeah mm-hmm. you're really selling your soul and mm-hmm. I, i've seen that Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've witnessed it. And I'm like, and then when they talk about you know the Illuminati, then that is those people that are trying to make sure that the content or the media that the masses get is following their agendas. Right, right. So then that's when they say they sold their soul to the right, devil. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So it, it starts making mm-hmm. sense when I look at it from that point of view. Mm-hmm. But. Girl, I just stay away. <laughs> I, I just mind my business. Because that's what I came to realize, too, was that, you know, like, in in my little bubble, like, none of that shit exists. Mm-hmm. Until I step out, then even when I go out, though, it helps me to practice because I could you be seeing something yeah. that's unsettling to me. And then I have to, like, be able to be like, no. Mm-hmm. You do have to practice. Happening. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Every day is a practice. Every, Every a time practice. I'm meeting someone different or introducing myself or having to do something, I'm like, oh, this is a practice because I kind of low-key don't want to talk to you. I don't want to know you. I don't want to. <laughs> I just want to be in my bubble, yeah. my peaceful bubble. It is, yeah. <laughs> but you don't want to isolate yourself either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think in – I don't – well, I can only speak for myself then, I guess. I don't think I would ever be able to isolate myself completely. Like, I'm mm-hmm. an introvert mm-hmm. for sure. But I, I love conversations so, yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think I could either. Would you consider yourself an introvert? I'm definitely okay. an introvert. For sure. I always thought you to be more of an extrovert. People always An extroverted think, introvert. Yeah. Yeah. Introvert. Or what if what if it's a because you weren't a full extrovert? Otherwise, we wouldn't be friends. No, 
No, I can only handle so much. No, I know, right? <laughs> no, and, but you know what? Why but you always had a good energy. Thanks. I try to like always keep that. Yeah, I try to always keep you. that energy. That's important to mm-hmm. me. But I looked back and I was like, I'm like, why were? I feel like we should have been closer. Like, we I, have I so know much why. similarities. I know. You why. know why? <laughs> <laughs> because I was a stupid teenager who was more concerned about boys. Where? I I look back all the time and be like, I I should have had more girlfriends. I mm-hmm. wish I had. I had more girlfriends. We just weren't girlfriends. Girlfriends. Like mm-hmm. I was more fixated on where the guys at. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was. I was like. Especially like after our last um, lunch that we all did, mm-hmm. I was like, "Me and her are so close. Why? Or we have so much similarities. I'm mm-hmm. like, why were we not closer? Like, why were we not rocking like in college and mm-hmm. you know all these years? Yeah, like, and I think more so because you know you and uh-huh. um, your best friend in high uh-huh. school, y'all were both in the same magnet, and uh-huh. then I was with even me and her." Um, mm-hmm weren't as close to be that's what it was you you you, yeah y'all two were close and then us two were close Mm -hmm. yeah and it ironic how (laughs) everything is like "Eh." that's life for you yeah that is life that is life for you it's it's never any um it's funny (laughs) because i remember her uh like the first day on the bus like she pointed at me and was like, "We're gonna be friends." Yeah. And of course, as an introvert, if you pick me, then sure, yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to do any work. Yeah. But but yeah, I I kind of knew in high school that that wasn't gonna work because she you was knew that in high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with all guys, mm-hmm. so I never. And that's another thing that I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with why I didn't have too many girlfriends because mm-hmm. I I knew how to socialize with guys more mm-hmm. than women. Um, yeah, so you got brothers, you don't have, yeah, sisters. I don't have any sisters. I don't yeah. have any girl cousins. I didn't grow yeah. up with any girl cousins. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew that off rip that something was weird, but I also really wanted girlfriends to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to not be your friend. You mm-hmm. want to be my friend. We look the same. It works. <laughs> we live by each other. We had the same bus. Like, right, right, why right. not? Yeah. Um, but there was just a lot of things like shysty that, um, she would do like my my mom knew I I was dating a guy mm-hmm. um, that lived nearby her, um, and we went to the to the fair and I was meeting him out there. My mom knew we were meeting him mm-hmm. out there, um, but her dad was taking us to the fair and her dad wanted to stay with us at the fair. Oh, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, I'm still gonna see my boyfriend. Yeah. Like that's not my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was hanging out with my boyfriend. Come to find out, she her dad tells her mom that I'm being fast, and I wasn't. I'm, I'm a very respectful yeah, uh, yeah, young lady. Yeah. Like, I'm not like that. You were, yeah, and you I was were. a virgin then, too, so yeah. I'm not like that. Um, but uh, her dad told her mom that I was being fast with the boy at the fair, and then her mom tried to tell, call my mom on me, and my mom was like, I, I know she went with. Like, they thought yeah. I was out there yeah, being like, sneaky yeah, uh-huh. to go see my boyfriend, but I told Artresa, like, we're going, I'm going Artresa. Like, yeah. like, stuff like that, uh-huh. Like, and I don't know what she had done maybe in her childhood to get her parents with that yeah. mindset. To, mm. But I'm like, that's not me. Like yeah. I just met your daughter. Like, this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Oh my gosh. I, um, whew, I just realized that there were certain things and what I thought that person was, wasn't really it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And it'd be like that. Sometimes. It'd be like that. And, and like, it's okay. Ah, that that goes back to that love where I, I love you, but you know. And you know, that's that's the beauty of it though, is that what I'm starting to realize about this whole law of attraction thing is that you were my friend in those places because I was that in those places. Mm. I was unsure or mm -hmm. insecure or mm -hmm. feeling not worthy or whatever, fill in mm -hmm. the blank. So I was that at that time. So of course those type of people, and of course right. I'm not that anymore. So of course they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's simple. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. that simple. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, oh, I really didn't need you. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. I think about that all the time with, with ex-boyfriends, too. I'm like, whenever I start to fix myself, you know what I mean? You start to put yourself on a higher pedestal, and now you're not vibrating with those same the people same, anymore. Yeah, the same energy anymore. Yep, very true. Very true. I have been very blessed um, with my relationships. Um, some of them I learned from. All of them I've learned from. Mm -hmm. But I've been very blessed with the guys that are in my life. Um, who have came in my life. Um, divorce was a very hard thing, but that made me so much better. Yeah. What? Can I ask you a personal question? How much did this cost? What? <laughs> divorce. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My divorce was cheap. Oh, okay. My, but then that makes sense what's going on out but, here. <laughs> no, but okay. we don't have, we didn't have kids. We oh, didn't you have, didn't have a lot to split. No, no property. we didn't have anything to mm. split. We were young. Oh, that's easy. Then, so, yeah, yeah. I, I can't even, I, maybe a, a grant, if that, okay. I don't know, I don't even remember the details, girl, I just remember standing up in front of that lawyer with him, and I, we just like, yes, yeah. so we, and what is it, inconsolable, inconsolable mm -hmm. differences, yeah, whatever you want to say, yeah, <laughs> we just, like, we ain't it, mm -hmm. judge, me and this one ain't it. Damn. So. Yeah. But you grow so much being able what? to, no, to ready recognize to that, again. to see that. And and can I ask you what like, I guess, mentally what has changed? Like, what oh, would you be so. going into this marriage with oh, differently? Like, oh what gosh. has changed? Have you so thought about that? So much. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so much, girl. <clears throat> so much, friend. Like, first off, okay. So when I was first married, I was a housewife. Mm -hmm. I was in school, but I was a housewife, and um, just things naturally came, like cooking and things and making sure the house was kept just mm -hmm, all those mm -hmm. things came the issue is that which i think a lot of women face no matter what your race is color or anything like that um we don't know how to vet properly vet men mm. <laughs> you know make sure like okay is this man good enough for us especially if we come from a single parent household mm -hmm. or we don't have a masculine figure we don't know how to properly vet to make sure that this guy is um is or is not the right guy mm -hmm. and i think that just was you know simple that was my situation i was young you know my mom and i single parent household um didn't really have too many masculine um role models mm -hmm. um and so it's just like oh well, come home, mama, you know, I, but I love him, you know, type of situation <laughs> yeah. where, um, but was this guy ready? Yeah. You know, um, and that's, and that's different. what it was. Like, mm -hmm. he didn't even like, he didn't even know how to handle finance as well, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so how can I expect him to lead our household and me be a housewife mm -hmm. if he can't even handle our finances, mm -hmm. you know? 
It's um, just setting you both up. Yeah, it's just setting us both up. You know, things like that. Um, is he easily influenced? You know, all of these things are things that, from a male, um, from a male's interpretation, like they know what how other men act. Mm-hmm. You know, they know what works and what doesn't work. We don't. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reality of it. Uh, so going into this um, next marriage, um, I'm all for my partner mm-hmm. again, which is what I was there um, back then. But not only am I all for him and us, um, I think I now have that cushion mm-hmm. of if anything was to happen, I have, you know, a degree. I can, you know, because I want to be a housewife again. I'm tired of working. I don't yeah. know about you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's why I'm here today, playing housewife, okay? Because, you know, this time I'll be uh, at work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just going it with the mindset that we are one, but I do have now a cushion. So when I got divorced, I was homeless. I was homeless for my last year of nursing school. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, talk about like learning, you know, um, and, and surviving mm-hmm. and suffering, you know, um, I didn't have anything to lean on or anyone. Mm-hmm. So now I have a cushion. I'm a lot more secure in myself. Um, just so many, so many different things though, but just to be in that feminine mm-hmm. mindset and that feminine, that purity of like, I can be a wife. Let me do this for you. There's a lot of things that we don't talk about anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let me cook. Let me make sure this is good. Um, I know they, I think they have that topic going on about modern women or something mm-hmm. in society about, you know, not being housewives. And I'm ready. You ready? <laughs> yeah. I'm done what are you, what, are, what would you be? You done working. I said that from like, I want to, I want to say, I definitely said it like 17 or 18. <laughs> <laughs> that um that woman's suffrage was a trick yeah <laughs> like I, granted i'm not making light of any women who were beaten during that time right absolutely and, not you know didn't have their freedoms but for us to women to compete in the same spheres as men with already a disadvantage whether it be pay grade abilities mm-hmm. sizes whatever right. families having right. babies like all those pieces to it. Um, it. It was pretty good when all you had to do was learn how to cook and take Listen, care. Okay, when I'm I tell like, you, I'm like, we should be spreading this around for women. We should have more women wanting to be housewives and feminine because it's like, you tell me I don't have to go to work. You tell me just take care of the house, make sure. You're like, telling me do all the things that I already have. I already to do. have to do, <laughs> and not and having to do your part. What? Listen, I said <laughs> I, we was at work one time, and this was like one of my last days of work. And you know, we're both getting in the mindset that now I'm going to be a housewife. I'm going to like start doing different things. We're we're going towards that. And um, I just randomly came up because we worked together. Mm-hmm. I was like, babe, I'm hungry. Where's your credit card? <laughs> He's like, oh, here. You know, I don't pull out my debit card. Mm-hmm. I don't pull out my credit card. I don't, I don't pull out, I don't touch the money. Mm-hmm. I have money, you know. He, he always says his money is, is our money, my money is my money. Oh, that's you beautiful. know, what? Like, 
who who would want a you know like a sugar daddy or something your your husband if properly vetted is your sugar daddy mm-hmm. is your you know mm-hmm. masculine man he's everything that you need to be mm-hmm. and you can sit around and be like a little what pillow princess or something like that whatever you want whatever be. whatever you want to be i'm like mm-hmm. man i cooked like three times yesterday <laughs> i'm not working that's the thing like i have to do that Anyway. anyway, yes, I'm already doing cooking three times for myself. <laughs> anyway, so to not have the corporate part of it, oh my god, is the golden part. Yeah, that's why I'm so. And now good. I know about investing, so I'm oh, like, yes. I'm the perfect candidate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's where it is. That is where it is. Mm-hmm. We watch so much stuff. Like, um, do you watch the Pink Book Lessons? No. Mm-hmm. What is that? It's on YouTube. That's mm-hmm. the um, the name of the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of um, talks about like different situations with women and mm. men, and um, she just you know she, women who are like modern or who are saying that they want this type of guy, um, but they're not doing what they need to do for themselves. Mm-hmm. She, like she kind of puts them out there, but mm-hmm. it's like good lessons. It's mm-hmm. like hey, you know, this is taking a look at yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. If you're a woman with, um, you know, two or three kids, then you may not be able to marry a man with no kids. Like, you know, you have to kind of just look where that's where that Kevin Samuels guy. Oh, yeah. But no, but that's that's factual, though. And watching his stuff really put my mindset into check a lot because he he is good. good. Rest in peace. Uh, But. He put me in in check in regard to like thinking about the whole scale. Like, what do you rate yourself as? Yeah, and you can't use seven. And then I think with one of my exes, like in my head, I'm ready to answer. Like, mm-hmm. I I know what I rate mm-hmm. myself, but I had asked him first because you know ready for him to ask me mm-hmm. back. But <laughs> I had asked him first, and um, he he did not want to answer. And I was like, oh, that to- that told me all mm-hmm. I needed to know because I felt like I was an eight and I was mm-hmm. ready to say eight. Yeah, like, no, right, I, right. I, I'm, a, I'm a seven, but I know I'm not a six. So I, then I got to be an eight. Right, right. So I don't know what he. You would, never know to this day? Still don't know wow. to this day, but that meant a lot. That, yeah. that said a lot of, yeah. in regard to how he thinks because then now they're thinking as men, what what can I get? Yep. Am, do, am I worthy of this? right number yeah yeah that's true i i actually really enjoyed listening to kevin samuels on and he had a lot of hate but i again that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with healing analytics yeah Be real. people people don't want to know the truth people data. don't in order to heal in order to get better in order to pro- progress you have to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times being real with yourself is extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying was not that it was necessarily wrong, but it was uncomfortable to the audience that he was speaking to. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you feel like you have your stuff together, then it wasn't really like I ain't never have a problem with him. You know, I agree. Mm-hmm. Get you do what you need to do. My if thing you, was, if you if you're just mad at him because he's saying the truth of what you can't what you're refusing to tell yourself exactly. and now you're calling him mean right but right. And you're you already him. thought this about yourself yeah, right right <laughs> but you that's the thing it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. like if you have a person who doesn't want to hear it from themselves <clears throat> what makes you think they want to hear it from somebody else exactly you know if one of the things i had to learn when i first got married 
I didn't know how to cook mm-hmm. at all, period. Like, cooking was not, my mom didn't cook. Like, I did not know how to cook, mm-hmm. you know. So, I just naturally went into this role where I'm like, okay, let me look up these recipes. Let me familiarize myself mm-hmm. with the kitchen because how am I going to be a wife and I can't cook? How do but I want to have a but family? But you're saying all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you can't cook, you can't cook. Mm-hmm. Now that I know that I can't cook, what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do? And then it also requires a piece, like you said, the what am I going to do? Because that it reminds me of my mom, too. My mom can't cook. Mm-hmm. And she's been able to say for years that she can't cook. Mm-hmm. But not taking into account that everything on under the sun and under the moon can be learned. Absolutely. <laughs> like what? everything. Okay, yeah, you, I don't know, times have changed. You can change your body type and stuff now. So yes. <laughs> never mind. Um, and your nationality. Oh, and yeah, your yeah. And your, point, so right, all these things right, you can change. So there's nothing under the sun there's that you cannot that, change. Absolutely. So stop limiting yourself. Yeah, to, and when you limit yourself, like, is that self-love? You know? That's not self-love, yeah. limiting yourself, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's staying in your truth, the first part of it, but yeah what are we doing next there's the so much piece. yeah the mate exactly the maintenance piece that nobody wants <laughs> wants to do yeah you gotta get out there since now and then when i got with my boyfriend before it was so funny because he just said this to me probably like man eh, probably like a couple months ago mm-hmm. um he was like babe now i can tell you uh when we first got together um you couldn't cook all that well I was like, dang, bro. But because, but what happened was, you know, because he's a different ethnicity, I've learned to cook his traditional dishes. Yeah, yeah. So um, he was thinking like, okay, he's dating an American girl. He's never going to have his own traditional foods anymore. And this was part of like my growth. Yeah, Yeah, I wanted to challenge myself. So I asked him what his favorite food was, you know, his like traditional food. Mm -hmm. I got on YouTube and like I made it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and he was like super shocked that I made it. And I'm like, that that's what you have to do. And that's what sets you apart from other women. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what gives you your value to men because men don't care what career you're in. They, they don't, don't. They do I've not come care. to realize. They do not care about how much money you they make, don't. what career you're in. They barely care about, you know, what you, you don't have to be all glamored up and make You don't. You really do not. You really don't need that big they, ass either. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, to get to get the certain pay grade, sure. Yeah, <laughs> there are some basketball players who are looking for requirements, but to be loved. Yes and no, because uh, who? <laughs> a lot of times they don't be having their women. Be- oh, you're right. I did. I did see this thing talking about how Usher. Uh, cheated with a big girl or something. Oh and, yeah, yeah. I don't and know. They if were that talking was, about was that. that. True? It. I don't know. That's a good I question. Know. I don't know. I just remember it in the past. Men don't care. Men. <laughs> men are very simple. Um, and I. It's just sad that kind of a lot of us start learning men at a later stage. Men are simple. Um, they want what is it? Sex, Our moms are teaching us. No. No, no, um, no women are, are passing anything down. No. So sorry, man. I, you know, and, and it's not but to bash I do want to say, uh, I wanted to say this a while ago when you were mentioning about 48 laws of power, how, cause that's, that's from a very masculine standpoint mm-hmm. to a very masculine mindset, this action oriented, I got to go get it mm-hmm. mentality. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of us, and that's a, a big 
um, I guess, culture that I grew up with growing up with all men. So I thought that's the way the world worked. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I've kind of transitioned into learning more about my feminine and my passiveness and passivity. So much more fun waiting for things to come to me and believing that they're going to come to me and I don't have to go get it. It's just peaceful and it's just sexy. It's just I love everything about being feminine Mm -hmm. and, and taking on like these housewives duties and all this stuff like that. I sat in my closet um, and I have a mirror in my closet and I sat there and I was just like doing my hair and just relaxing and getting yeah, dressed. I have time to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm like, this is yeah. so nice. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you're right. I, you hit it on the head. Our moms really, really aren't teaching us anything. Mm-mm. And, and I can't fault my mom. I don't think she yeah. knew what. Or how to verbalize it, because I know yeah. her mom wasn't right. that for her. And, and yeah, you're right. Like, my mom was never married, or has never been married at this point. Mm-hmm. So what I can't... What can she teach you? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What can she teach me? Um, but looking back on it, I'm like, wow, you know, men are easy. They want <laughs> sex, they want silence, and they want a sandwich. And I remember I was I talking to... I can do all to, three. I <laughs> Well, you it. You're it. You every man's dream. Seriously. And, and you know, it's funny because, like, some women might listen to this and they might be like, silence? What am I going to do I with silence? You know, no, silence. Because sometimes women, we're, we're emotional creatures. Sometimes we do nag. Well, that's because, and this is what, this is my theory on it. It's because we've been led to believe that the action-oriented gets what they want. Yeah. The person who screams the most gets what they want but that's not a feminine energy Mm -mm. feminine energy it isn't loud and i think that's where a lot of what's been done in the media and just a lot of the conditioning over the years to the black woman has made us more aggressive oh yeah very much um, because we've kind of had to be in those type of circles we were forced to be and now it's translated from our words well it's backtracked from our words into our vibrations yeah and now yeah. we're kind of that's true and and up. yeah we were nothing, forced to be and that's why the vetting process which i was talking about earlier is so <clears> important <throat> mm-hmm. you know if you have your men around if you have your fathers around um brothers around who can properly vet you know and um say no nah, this, this one isn't it you know that's what it will help us. You know, a lot of now, that can is I, that. Um, Go ahead. Tag yeah. team, because I, even though I have men in my family, I've gone to none of them to date for mm-hmm. any type of advice yeah. or to help me do anything or to meet anybody mm-hmm. or to go fight that nigga or n- yeah. nothing like that. But I've trusted in um, the things that I know are good for me. Right. So, Which is only half of the battle. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there is a piece in there that you can... Um, of course, it like we've been saying, it requires you to get vulnerable with yourself and deep dive into yourself. But you have an inner guidance that's telling Absolutely. you whether people, not even men, not mm-hmm. women, yeah, people, people, this person is not good. Right, right. You do, you do. And a lot of, so I think that's a basis, at least that's what I plan to teach my mm-hmm. kids, how to follow that too, because... I'm not always going to be here to teach you something right, and right. I may not even teach you right because the mm-hmm. times have changed mm-hmm. or right. I may not even told correctly. Right. Right. But I do know that mm-hmm. there is something inside of you that will tell you. Right. <laughs> whether what you're whether doing, what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a lot of times, too, though, because you're you're speaking from a higher vibration yeah. you're speaking 
from someone who had you know meditates and who has stillness yeah uh who has discernment there's people out there that don't have discernment you know and um discernment is a skill set in itself that instinct and listening to that instinct is a discernment um, like you said skill. you need that silence yeah <laughs> that's like you got shut your ears up it is a merry-go-round it, is, it always comes back to something listen exactly <laughs> that's that's all men want you do all that and you know and that goes back to like yeah i have my my plan b i guess so to speak if you know things weren't to work out and i'm being a housewife and i'm not working but at the same time too what we're what we're coming into agreement and understanding hey i'm taking care of you you're taking care of us you know mm. um you you mentioned investments earlier mm-hmm. okay uh, he's investing in himself and getting some of the stuff going that's going to work for both of us mm-hmm. and then turn around and get investments in my name and help me to build like you know whatever i need on my end mm-hmm. that's what a true you know partnership partnership mm-hmm. is yeah and i think that's the other half of it is that um a lot of us are so used to um being in combat with your partner instead of being like agreed instead of being like hey it's us against the world not us against each other Mm -hmm. i dated somebody who thought i was in competition with him like i'm going out and getting jobs in in fields that i've been studying for years to finally get into and i can feel the saltiness Mm -hmm. (laughs) that i guess you're upset that this isn't happening for you but it's just not happening for you right now right like so you throwing all your shade and hate on me that's not helping you Mm -hmm. and it's not helping us right right no it's not you have to your your partner has to be your best friend yeah you're it really 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 truly has to be your best friend i've learned to relax a little bit more because sometimes i could be a little serious but i'm like you know you this is my if i can't count on nobody else i need to be able to count on you and when you're picking your partner are you seeing those characteristics early on? Mm-hmm. It's part of the vetting. It's mm-hmm. part, you know, part of the selecting process. Mm-hmm. Is this man showing you that he is dependable? Yeah, you know, don't don't be no housewife to a man that ain't showing you he dependable. That part. <laughs> don't do that. That part. If someone shows you themselves, believe believe them it the first time. Believe it, and if it's not good, run. Run. Or, don't ask for or, no second chances, walk third too, chances. But just get away. <laughs> you, I mean, you walk briskly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. How have you been enjoying being in my own space? Yeah, just so like, nice. like you just said that that quiet. Um, I don't know what I was ever afraid of before and yeah. not doing First it. First time. Wow. Yeah, and um, now I think I'm like I like we said before in a better place to. Now that I've gotten living by myself out of the way, I can open my space for mm-hmm. a partnership mm-hmm. now. And now that I've learned how to maintain a household on my own, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And cooking yeah. for myself. So yeah. now cooking for someone else, you're just an addition. I was already going to do this yeah. thing for me, but in not, you know, because yeah. I'm yeah. trying to learn how to, I think in the relationships, I tend to... Um, try to put the other person first because i've been doing just me so long mm-hmm. and i think that's where i've mm-hmm. fallen mm-hmm. uh short yeah mm-hmm. is that i need to continue putting me first mm-hmm. and they become an addition yeah yeah not the other way around and yeah. i'm the addition yeah now that's a true statement because even sometimes i find myself like if i'm cooking breakfast or something like that 
um, or even if I'm like hosting something at our home, I'll start like cooking for everybody and making sure everybody's good. And then I'll be like, no, I'll eat later. Or, no, I'll, you know, and it's like, no, like you need to sit down too. You need to enjoy this mm-hmm. too. This is a part of mm-hmm. living. This is a part of, you know, mm-hmm. the blessings. You don't that work we have. here. Th- yeah. You live here. <laughs> yeah. You don't work here. You live here. Like, <laughs> You know, and I'm like, oh, I should sit down. (laughs) I baked, um, I made some like banana nut bread um, yesterday and um, I took some to a few people and then I was going to slice mine and I was like slicing mine and like eating it standing up at the counter and I was Mm -hmm. kind of like eating it pretty fast. I didn't even realize it. And they're like, relax, come sit with Mm -hmm. us. And in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, shoot, like I'm so used to go, go, go. Mm -hmm. But I need to be a part of the process and not put other people like, you know, like you don't have to put yourself last. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't put yourself last. You shouldn't last. put yourself last. Not at all. Mm-mm. But at this all. place is beautiful. And you have uh, your you. your water view. I always uh, manifest a lake view. I don't know what that is about. I'm not fighting it. <laughs> I love water. So maybe that's why. I don't know. But yeah, no, it's good. Like this, this whole apartment was this is nice high one. key manifested because yeah. I didn't even see it first before I put the deposit to get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Have I you just, noticed that you've had to change any, like, has your finances been different since, like, um, being on your own? Are you noticing, is it more difficult? Or is it challenging? Is it? So now, so I really think that the season I'm in, I've wholeheartedly been prepared for um, because before living by myself, I was, of course, living with roommates and then going off by myself. I could could always have done it. The Mm -hmm. reason that I didn't do it was because I didn't feel, especially when the pandemic hit, it didn't feel safe to be by myself. Yeah. Um, And then after the pandemic just kept going and going and going, I was like, bitch, be by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. This Um, is So, like, just as far as finances and stuff, no, I was good while I was was working. Um, but what's funny is while I was working and during the pandemic and just my whole psychedelics era, mm-hmm. um, just helped me to change my mindset to more of an abundant mindset. Nice. So now that I'm not working, I think I waited to the moment that God was like, jump out the nest. Yeah. Um, because now I, I feel so, I mm-hmm. feel like money's still coming to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, even though I know there's no check going to be in my thing, mm-hmm. there's just something so comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's just something. So, and, of course, I've cut back all my spending. So I don't remember the last time I bought clothes mm-hmm. at this point. Um, but I only buy food mm-hmm. at this point and weed. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> just just the, the finer things. I like um, you said that today. <laughs> right. I can't talk too much shit. Vulnerability. <laughs> Everybody needs their vices. That's so funny. But, um, but, no, I've just been so much more comfortable in trusting that the things that are for me are coming and they're coming fast. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fast Absolutely. or slow, I don't. I don't care. They're just yeah. coming. I just they know that they're fast. coming. We want it fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I try not to rush myself mm-hmm. too, because when you want something fast, then that's not a good sign. Because mm-hmm. now that's some resistance inside you. It's like, why do you want this thing fast? Mm. And so, like Abraham Hicks says, uh, you don't want all the pie you're gonna eat right now. Right now, you I don't. like Abraham Hicks. Yeah, you do not want and I'm like that is so true I don't want all the food I love today like, <laughs> no yeah that's a good incrementally point. I want some today and some tomorrow and some tomorrow <laughs> and the next day and, and that's the last until just, the day I die just keep on coming yeah exactly that's a good point mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah so it's been good how, how have you been since you've stopped working I know 
I wanted to start that no. conversation with that. It's um, it's been good. This is my <clears throat> first week. And uh, oh, that's what I wanted to say. You said that you were, I don't know if it's working on you or um, putting more into you. There was something that we were talking about when you said something about your mom in the very beginning. Oh Do you yeah, yeah. Just I wanted, and that's when yeah. I grabbed this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just like my healing, just yeah. my healing in general. It, this has been a different hump, you know. This is like my last little bit of my twenties, which I don't, I, I don't have like the age pressure. I don't really feel you know the age like you said earlier like i don't feel like i'm in my 30s or hitting there i don't Mm-mm. i don't look like it none of those are issue um but i do understand that there are different stages mm-hmm. you know and so with this healing process and going through this life journey i've just i've become more you know for lack of a better word i've become more selfish so more Good. selfish with my healing yeah it's just like as you should so normally people come to me for problems i'm their problem solver which I is seek solutions yeah <laughs> i have solutions i think it's a gift you know it's a talent but again like we said earlier just like you can't you can't be accessible accessible to me at this time you know you know, we're closed for business. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, taking time off, mm-hmm. you know, to focus and regenerate myself, align my chakras, mm-hmm. you know, be one with my spirit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, be in tune. You said med- that you've been meditating every day for almost a year. I'm like, shoot, I can't tell you the last time I, well. I meditated right before you came. Did you? I usually meditate before a podcast oh, so that that's amazing. I'm clear. So any anxious energy I might have, I'm not mm-hmm. bringing on to someone else. Yeah. And then I'd be sitting there like, I wonder what energy they're going to bring me. And it'd be mm-hmm. like, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. They can yeah. bring whatever they're going to bring. And you know, it's going to be good. And that's right, all that matters. Right. Yeah. I know there's different types of meditation. So I guess in a sense, I've been meditating with my, my walk, my, I've gone back running. I did it. That's um, yeah. three miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I three used miles, to, God yeah. Damn. Oh, that's nothing. I, girl, girl, I, I run one 10. lap and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do before, no, like during COVID, um, I went up to 11 miles. Mm-mm. That was the most I've done. And so I did three miles. I hadn't been exercising. And then I jumped back in and I did three miles and like, I've been sore for like three days. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I'm giving myself this last day and I'm jumping back in tomorrow morning. Um, But yeah, I guess that's the meditation. But yeah, just like, you know, you have to tell, even if you're a loved one, like, hey, ma, you know, I love you, but Mm -hmm. right now I got to. Do you journal at all? Because that's how you kick it up a notch. Just saying. Yeah, (laughs) I've I've tried journaling because I do hear about that. I don't journal like okay. I journal my goals, mm. like things I want for myself, things I want that's to good. see for myself. Yeah, you always have to write that down on paper for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you manifest your goals, absolutely, a hundred percent. But um, I don't like sit and you know talk about how I feel. Like I don't write paragraphs and dear stuff. diary. No, yeah, dear diary. <laughs> Dear diary, today was a great yeah. day. I met my friend <laughs> on her podcast. I'm, no. I'm, I write that in mind tonight. Yeah, do, sure. yeah. I, I don't. I have I, a I have a guided one. Oh, do you? Yeah, you those are good, good though. Yeah, I've tried. Um, so it's gonna ask me the things I was thankful right, for today. Right. Will be yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm thankful for this too. But uh, no, I don't. I usually like if I do pull out my journal, it's for my goals. It, I put down a plan. And I, um, 
I started back doing poetry again, Good. so that's been, mm-hmm. I guess you can consider that, yeah. A little outlet? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I want to get back to dancing. You sh- as you should. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you, you got legs. I don't know what you're waiting <laughs> on. <laughs> that is where my heart is, has always been, so I think that's that would be like my meditation or my journaling, mm-hmm. you know. I call it mindful movement. Mindful movement, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that's where I've been at. What else do you do? You meditate, you journal. You, um, where you do you do yoga? Is that what you do? How is I that do. for you? I love yoga. Yoga has like taken, um, I guess, just my physical health to mm-hmm. the next notch. Mm-hmm. So just being more mindful of what's going on in my body, mm-hmm. and it's helped my me- uh, meditation even more too because now I'm able to notice what areas are being tense. Mm -hmm. And now I even notice that in conversations too. So Mm -hmm. I can be talking to somebody and then my shoulders like, and I'm like, girl, (laughs) bring your shoulders down Mm -hmm. or, or just my fist or something. I'll be clenching my jaw. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why are you clenching your jaw? And then it really has a, you know, takes me in steps to really check. What am I feeling in this moment? What am I expecting in this moment? And be like, do you want that? Right. If you don't want that, fix your body, wow. fix fix your your vibration. So, do you do it here, or you go to a class here? Okay. Yeah, I I usually don't like. I I used to go to a class when I lived in Maryland, um, because I was just like getting into it. Mm-hmm. But once I found stuff on YouTube, I mm, really yeah, don't. I, I like my quiet time, yeah. and it can be however long I want it to be. I don't got to worry about other people yeah. farting and all uh, this, uh, all that other how stuff. How do you get it? I I've tried yoga before. And it was okay. How do um, I get what? What do you mean? How do you? How did you get into it? Like, um, um yoga with Adrian on YouTube. Yes, That's I know dog. exactly who that yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, she's very good. Mm-hmm. She's very, very good. And then I just made uh, when I was up in Maryland a pack to do thirty minutes every morning because I was working in the mental health field then, and that really helped me too because people. You could not fuck with my day. Like, after I did yoga that morning and centered myself and did mm. something for myself that day, anything else that mm. anybody was trying to bring to me today, it's, I was unfuckwittable. Mm-hmm. So, I, <laughs> so I would put it in the morning every day. Mm-hmm. Um, now I just do it whenever my body calls for it mm-hmm. or whenever I, mm-hmm. I can feel. Yeah. But see, that's how I feel when I go jogging. <clears throat> like, I'm like, okay. I have my energy. I feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Maybe I, I personally need, like, the the high-intensity type of yoga. Te- te- do or, they have high-intensity yoga? Um, it's called, uh, I forget what the energetic one is, um, yang yoga. Because yin, yin is very, very, very slow movement. Mm-hmm. Yang is the very intense. So oh, you're trying to build some heat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. them shits. <laughs> that's well, I, it's it's a challenge. I'm not flexible, so anything that help me get flexible, that's what I'm 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 I want to work on now is getting flexible. It's a challenge. I would say Are what you, you could do. Um, I'm getting there. I can do, do something. No, I cannot do a split. I oh, want to I mean, do I a split. Love to but I I do. Do you know legs up a, up a wall? There's a lot of couple things that you can do yeah, to kind of get you there. Yeah. Maybe I'm gonna start working on that now. Yeah, You're giving me a goal. You should. Um, I don't. If you wanted to do yoga instead of the beach, you're more than yeah. welcome to. I can give you some shorts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we could do a slow stretch or something. Since you said you're yeah. sore, I worked out this morning, so I'm due for mm-hmm. a slow stretch. But I usually just now do yoga for slow stretching. Mm. So to get those, is that me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
just to get those uh, just areas and cracks out and mm-hmm. get, get yeah, a good that's back what I crack need. That's what and I need. just all of that. That's what I need. Do you go for massages or anything? I or don't. Do tissues or anything? I don't. I had a massage once, but yeah. Mm-mm. I use a foam roller. Oh, do you? To nice. like get those cranks yeah. out. Yeah, whatever. that's what I need. Like I need to start stretching and that's what I'm going to start doing. Stretches. Yeah. Stretches. stretches, I think stretches is like the vitality part of life. Like flexibility yeah. is just the top tier. Yeah. Like you're right. You don't need muscles, or if you're flexible, you could live a decent. I, I life. absolutely agree with you. You're right. That was very well said. And I ain't flexible at all. So <laughs> I, because and I I'm sure live. once you start stretching, you're really gonna want to start dancing again. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that because that happened to me too when I was doing yoga and stuff, and just getting down there and just doing those repetitive things. Reminded me so much of sports. Mm-hmm. And oh, man. Just, uh, When's the last time you did sports? Well, the last place I lived at, um, they had a half court. So really? I used to play basketball during really? the pandemic. Really yeah, in there. Mm-hmm. I had got me a basketball and was ready to do that. Mm-hmm. I want to get some rollerblades. I would love some so, rollerblades. So, yeah, yeah, that's another thing I want to get into. Wow. Well, so you were playing, were you playing basketball pretty frequently? Um, we were just playing with like my brother would come uh-huh. over and we play all around the world or twenty one yeah. or something uh-huh. stupid like wow not doing that's anything. taking it back. <laughs> that was... I could still have like a picture of you the first time. Oh, I was horrible. I was <laughs> like I was you know okay. First of all, I was horrible. I was absolutely horrible. And a lot I of loved people... it. I loved you had what white people call chutzpah. What is that? <laughs> like that tenacity. <laughs> like that tenacity. <laughs> Okay, but nobody, like, everybody remembers how bad I was, but nobody knows the backstory behind it. You told me you and her yeah. had a, yeah. Yeah, that's pack. what, we had a pack. And I was, I was solely doing that to support her. I didn't give a damn about basketball. It seemed like you really wanted to be there. Though. No, I did not care. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't know the rules. <laughs> Ain't no, the coach, I thought the coach was going to hand out a booklet or something I could read nope. and take notes. It's high school. Yeah, I, girl, I didn't know anything. And I was, I was stuck, but I, I kept my word. You, kept, you showed up. And you I kept showing up. up. And you showed yeah. up for the whole season. I Did I? Yeah, you didn't quit. Mm. You quit when the season was over. Oh, wow. You just didn't come back the next year. <laughs> but that's good. I, I didn't. Yeah. I thought I quit. No. Child, I gotta, I gotta no, keep I remember we are our, our, one of oh, our last right. games our last was at Bellblade. Yeah. Well, I would, like shot something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. You're right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. See, now I'm going to keep that. give yourself more credit. Yeah. Give seriously. Oh my gosh, that was so horrible. <laughs> you was out there, child. You was like, what point? I mean, I've been playing at that part. And if anything, that taught me that um, basketball really, it was in my heart. Um, the love of the game was in my heart, mm-hmm. but not to take this as a career. And that's what I learned in mm-hmm. college. Cause I'm like, I'd been playing basketball since I was eight. Like, there's no reason. I definitely thought you was going to like keep going. <coughs> I still know, like, I have the image of how you shoot. You sh- you've always would shoot a certain <laughs> way, like your hands and everything. I can, like, still see how you shoot. <laughs> I like that. I loved, I loved basketball. I still love basketball mm-hmm. to death. Um, but I should have noticed at a young age that uh, I wasn't going to get much taller. That's one. But I ain't got nothing. Well, I mean, it has obviously, a lot yeah, obviously it helps, but. I just wish I had, and I said this on my podcast the other day too, I just wish I had, um, because I played piano too growing Mm -hmm. up, I wished 
the energy that I had for basketball went to piano. Mm, gotcha. Because that would have been a much more sustainable future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not to say that anything's right, wrong right, now. Right. I think basketball gave me a, a huge amount of leadership skills that a lot of people don't yeah, get at yeah. all. So. Wow. Hmm. Good times. Good I times. know. Oh my gosh. Great times. And it goes by so fast. Goes by so fast. Isn't it crazy? Because like when you're in high school, you're like, fuck this place. I never want to see this place again. And I don't remember the last time I've been to gardens. Ah, ah. You know, in high school, I my mindset was just like about being active. Like I was in so many events. I, I did you were very I did. active. Yeah, I was like in so much stuff. I did this. I ran for this. Um, so I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't ready for it to end. Um, I, I wish I had that same mentality <clears throat> when I went to college. Mm. I said that, you said I, that too? I slacked off when I got to college. I don't know what happened. You just, well, I guess that's just the teenage rebel. Yeah. Like you've been so conditioned and so prim and proper up until this point. Uh-huh. And now you and get now a little you freedom. Really get a and now ain't nobody watching you. You yeah. can wake up when you want. You can take whatever class mm-hmm. you want at whatever time you want. Yeah. You don't have. You can eat pizza for breakfast. Yeah, like you do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You do whatever you want. Wake up and drink if you wanted to. I like, <laughs> who's gonna stop you? Who's gonna stop you? Mm-hmm. Your roommate probably doing it with you. Yeah. 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 I I remember going uh to to eight a.m. classes or taking exams hungover oh. and just wondering like why. That's why? so funny. Why? You know what though? I never did that, but I wish I did. Really? That's what I mean by like. For me in college, I was too serious. Mm. Like I treated college like you treat work. Like I started my classes at nine. I was finished by like five. Um, after lunch, I would go to or no <clears throat> after um, five o'clock, I would go to the um, cafeteria for dinner and I would go in um, to the library straight to the library and I would study for like another hour or two on all my subjects. Mm. And I did that like I'd be looking I at people studying like girl, <laughs> I didn't do. I think I went to maybe one homecoming. Damn. Party like who you were in high school? That's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I never really liked to party in high school either. Not but parties, like, but you were always like I was very like, on this team. And yeah, then the, I, and the no. halftime show this. And I know, then, I know, and I kind of this did, club here and that I club know, here. I kind of did a little. Not even because I was on the dance team and I did, but my field took so much of me, even to this day. And I think this is also like my comeback, mm. you know, like, Yay, comeback yeah, season. for real. Like this, that's why I'm probably going to name this journey. That's why I'm going to name this uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> for real, no, this is the comeback. And then even with us, mm-hmm. like we came back together. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to plan this forever. <laughs> What when I heard you were here, I was like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" Like, cause hopefully we can definitely be way more closer now, especially we like such of the stuff, so many things. Of course, but it was like, yeah, it's like a comeback. It's a comeback on a lot of different things. Yeah, and that's you know, life is just cyclical. It's all in one cycle. I'm learning that it all comes back mm-hmm. one way or another. Mm-hmm. It just does. It can't help it. Mm-hmm. You know about uh, sacred geometry and the Fibonacci spiral? You know what? A little bit. I haven't never really touched on that in uh, numerology mm-hmm. as much. Those two, I probably 
need to like learn more about mm-hmm. i don't um i don't think sacred geometry i mean sacred geometry is important i just think it's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're not really like if you're into architecture or stuff like that i think it's worth diving mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. otherwise i wouldn't bother yeah but it's really cool and yeah. i know that you love nature so you're mm-hmm. gonna love what i'm about to oh my gosh and that's what i love about our home we are straight out in the boondocks, and I love it. Yeah. You have to stop I, by. I do love, uh, I should, I should make mm-hmm. a trip out, because I have an uncle out there, too, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to, I haven't seen his house either, because it's so damn far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, let me know whenever. So, the Fibonacci sequence is this. Have you seen this before? I haven't seen that one before. I can't quite explain no. it. I know that it's every at the same arch in each box. And each box is the same, you know, twenty one by and then thirteen mm-hmm, by, mm-hmm. and then but it if you like change the box mm-hmm. now, I want to like it'll do this. look that up, especially because so, it has the numbers in it. Here is Fibonacci spiral in nature. Wow, it's everywhere. Wow, and this is what sacred geometry is. It's in our DNAs. Our DNAs wow. are double helix, right? Yeah. I look at this shit. I'm gonna have to read up on that. When I uh when I finally noticed my hair was starting to bud, I was like so <laughs> starting to <bud>. intrigued <laughs> by what was going on underneath. <laughs> Cause you know I hid them for like yeah like a good yeah you did. <laughs> I know. I see. There it is yeah <laughs> it's so cool it just it is. spirals back into uh-huh. itself and so that's the as above so below it's just yep. every it's in it's, everything yep. everything one of my favorite models logos themes concepts as above so below mm-hmm. as within mm-hmm. so without mm-hmm. all of that yeah mm-hmm. very interesting yeah well thank you of course